0: You wanted the best online sports book? That's easy. It's MyBookie.ag. They've got the easiest website layout, the best odds, amazing customer service, and payouts in only two business days. Check out MyBookie.ag for yourself. And then when you sign up, use promo code WCE50 for 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code WCE50. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter at garywce chris giannini follow me at chris b giannini
1: and this is the winning cures everything podcast from winning before we get started please subscribe to the podcast share it and review it we cannot stress how important those reviews are for itunes rankings so help us out
0: those of us who love this sport live for nights like this you are looking live at the georgia dome in atlanta it's football! I've been watching it for 40 years! 40! 40. 40
1: years! How about that? So here is fourth down. Can you believe it? It's picked up by Michigan State! Jalen wants Jackson! And he scores! On the last play of the game! Are you kidding me? Honey You don't care. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh!
0: Oh my oh my goodness! goodness. This is Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
1: (laughs) Welcome in, my friends. It is the Winning Cures Everything podcast number 179 on Wednesday, December 13th. Chris, my brother, how are you? I'm doing well. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this. We did not have a Tuesday podcast. We did not have a Monday podcast because, frankly, college football season's over and we wanted a day off. My wife's birthday was on Monday. We had a good time. You uh you took uh, the girls out to go see Coco? I went and saw Coco. I cried like a baby. We went and saw it on Sunday. And yes, I had the biggest knot in my throat and I kept thinking I am the I'm the man of the house. I have to not cry in this no situation. S- my wife had had this like her Eyes were all teared up, but she she did good. She didn't cry, oh. but man, we were dying. There's no
0: there's no we shame in dying. that. There's no shame in it. So I have fantastic movie. Little by the way. little little insight into my personal life. We don't usually do this. I have a grandmother that is in hospice now, not doing well. And spoiler alert: when they put the picture of the grandmother up on the thing at the end, I, that's when I lost it. I literally saw my grandmother's picture being put on that mantle, and I just. Could not handle it.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it, the whole six thing year was old
0: daughter sitting in my arms, and I just, just didn't die. care. I would tell you what was nice about it. That movie's been out for like three weeks. We were the only four people in the theater. Really? Yep. See, we went on Sunday, and that place was hey, slammed. It was a, a Monday night. It's a 5 p.m. show, and there wasn't but five cars in the theater parking lot anyway. That kind of makes sense. A 5 p.m. showing yeah, on a Monday, that's yeah. yeah
1: nobody there. Not not quite Christmas time yet. Not everybody's off work yet. Yeah, that makes sense. sense. That
0: makes so sense. So it was nice. I, I, that probably helped me feel a little more comfortable about it. But it was just one of, I'm going to go, I, don't, I mean, it's my favorite Disney movie so far. Like, like I, I know it's, like, I, I recency it. biased, visually unbelievable. Oh, it, the look, story, my wife
1: is obsessed with, like, the, the Day of the Dead stuff. Yes. Like, she dude, she majored in Spanish in college. So and she taught Spanish in high school in her first teaching job. Like this was everything she wanted it to be. And it I mean, the storyline the characters, everything I can't believe we are break on a sports no, podcast, we're no, breaking down code, no, but do I it. love it. No, Go we're on. gonna
0: we're gonna we're gonna absolutely do this because we got one college football game to talk about. Little a lot of NFL stuff, but but we'll get to it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this is our forum. It's a slow college week. We're gonna do this. My wife and I left there both feeling, hey, I love the story. I wasn't expecting it to be that good. I had no idea what it was going to be. I literally had no idea what I was going to watch. One of the first times I've ever sat down in a movie and said, I don't know what this is supposed to be about. Oh, I, I didn't know kids. who
1: Coco was. No. I, had, I thought it
0: was maybe the kid. Yeah, th- yep, yep. like so. I didn't know. Well, anyway, we left there and I was like, is it inappropriate if we wanted to kind of celebrate the, the day that... You can have a lot of beliefs about what you think about death and the afterlife and what your religion is is going to di- dictate all of that. I will tell you this, if I had to choose what I want it to be like, I want it to be the the Latino culture of the Day of the Dead. I want that to be real and I want to practice that. And and I want to remember the people that made up my family that came before me that way. My wife's immediate response, this is what pisses me off about the world we live in. A little tangent here. We can't do that. We're not Latino. We're not Mexican. That would be appropriating their culture. Wouldn't it be honoring their culture? I'm choosing to be like you because I like the way you think and do things. I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. Like, I I love the idea. Like, this whole thing that that would be seemed offensive to other people? Well, first thing, it would be done in my house. So, unless you're walking into my house, then you're never going to know it or see it. I'm teaching my children about another culture that's not ours, which would teach them to respect that culture. It's all positive. It doesn't have to be a
1: cultural thing. The, The premise of it is basically just honoring and remembering your family. Yeah. Because, honestly... Like looking back on things, I I know a lot about my great great grandparents and great 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 grandparents mm-hmm. because of what my parents and my grandparents taught told you me. Exactly this the, philosophy. Exactly. What what they are teaching. And with this like kind of like family reunions or whatever, like have a a time set out to discuss stories or whatever about these people to remember them and and that would be fine
0: i don't see any reason why that has to be a cultural thing i hope not if it is i'm just gonna make some people mad and that's just the way it is you won't know unless you come into my house but hey look if people want to be pissed off that's fine I, you and i have always been on the same page as far as
1: uh people that get offended were looking to be offended like, yeah. that's, that's just what it I is. I
0: just don't understand. Like, I want to be more like you. I want to learn more about your culture. I, I wish that I had these histories and traditions. I, I see it as nothing but a positive thing. It's not... I'm not trying to take something from you. I'm not trying to steal something from you. Yeah. So, anyway, it made me mad that her immediate response to the world we live in is, somebody's going to judge us poorly for yeah, this.
1: Yeah, so you you weren't mad at her. You were mad at just the, oh, no. the world the, that we... Well,
0: the fact that that's... What the world has turned Yeah, into. that's her response is... is Baby, what if what if you know we get judged for this? And now you know my my next response. I Who try cares? really not to have that you know redneck side where I don't care, I do what I want kind of thing. But like, I don't want to walk around just offending people to offend them. But yeah. this this actually had meaning to me. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It was awesome. So it was a great sense. movie. If you hadn't seen it, I just told you way more about it than you should have heard, and uh, it's an unbelievable movie.
1: Yeah, Coco, great movie. Everything about it was awesome. It, we we didn't give anything away. Like it, it's good. Everything is good about that movie. I, I'm telling you, like we're probably gonna go see it again, probably this weekend. It was it was that good. It was so nor, normally we would like. I haven't even been to see Justice League or anything
0: yet, but I'll I'll go see Coco again. At, I'm, I'm probably gonna I'm make you. my mom go see it sometime this week because we don't know that Mama's gonna make it too much longer. Yeah, I want her to go see it before my grandmother passes. Just just to sit with her with it. Yeah, in that way, it kind of gives you a little more like. Okay. It gives us a little connection and something to kind of talk about. I like it. I like it. Um, Let's talk about Army-Navy. Army-Navy. Man. I
1: had more fun watching this game. game. Now, look, I I had to watch the the majority of this at my daughter's gymnastics practice. (laughs)
0: But so, you have a laptop, not just like a phone. Yeah, You're no, not
1: watching on, like exactly. You're watching on like a 5-inch screen. Exactly, are watching on like a 15-inch I was watching on screen. a laptop. I was watching on CBSSports.com. It was fantastic. And, and I'm telling you what made it better was the snow. I swear oh. to God, they, they need to have snow every year. If there's not natural snow coming in, they need to blow that crap in like they do in Aspen or whatever at the, at the ski resorts. Like, snow every year. Bring the snow. It was an absolute blast to watch. It looked Game was super short,
0: super short. Which God, I miss teams that run the football. You know that? Oh my goodness, <laughs> I love a three. You can get out of a college game in three hours. That's unbelievable. Because most yeah, of them last five. The, the the rules were set up because teams used to run the football
1: all the time, and then they just never updated the rule. Like you and I have talked about this rule before about you know stopping the clock on incomplete passes. Well, what about teams like Washington State or Texas Tech that throw the ball seventy times a game? Mm-hmm. That's stopping the clock seventy times.
0: That is absurd to me because they or, throw them all to the sideline. So if yeah. you don't, they're not going to drop all seventy of them. But fifty percent of the, the 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 ones that are caught are caught on the sideline where the guy just goes out of bounds, so it stops clock.
1: Well, they now they did change that rule. Oh, Remember this year's the first year a couple years ago. It was like two years ago. Two years ago they they made it where the clock does not stop when you go out of bounds. Unless it's like within two minutes of the okay. final quarter or whatever, so so that like at least is moved up a it's little helped bit, speeding it up. But but incomplete passes, man. Like I
0: understand that they got to set the ball and all that kind of stuff. But you got so many people running around on that field now. The NFL like, doesn't deal with that. Just let the clock run while you're setting the ball. The play clock's running. Yeah. So just go ahead and run the regular clock too. Yeah, just run the clock. All we're doing is killing time.
1: Exactly. There's no reason for a college game to last four hours and fifteen minutes. No. No. No reason. No. This game got done in less than three hours. It was perfect. Perfect timing. Perfect everything. Army wins the game 14-13. to 13. We both had Navy. Um, well, and, and honestly, it looked like Navy
0: probably should have won this ballgame. Forget that. But, you can take everything that you think about for analytics and how you analyze a game and all the stats. When it's snowing like that, you throw all that out the window. And it's... It's a roulette wheel. You spin the ball, the spin the wheel, you drop the ball and you pick red or black and that's it. Yeah. And and you got a, you know, 49% chance, 48% chance of it hitting. Exactly. I mean, when it's snowing like that, you're not picking off of any skill level at all. No, it, you're you're entirely right about that. You're entirely right about that. It was it was fantastic.
1: The good thing about it is it made me think back about all of my favorite snow games. Okay. Now, do you have any particular favorites? Like, I, it, we can name off the most favorite or the most known ones, right? So, like the Leon Let one, the Leon Let one, uh, Thanksgiving Day in nineteen ninety three, yeah. I believe that was when they blocked a kick. Like, I think it, if I remember this right, the Dolphins were down like fourteen to thirteen, and Pete Stoyanovich, and I remember that name because that name is awesome sounding yep. Stojanovic. That's a football player. Yes. So Pete Stoyanovich kicks a field goal. Dallas blocks it. The only thing they have to do, and I think they've changed that rule since then, but the only thing that they had to do was not touch the football. Just let the ball go dead. But the field was like snowy and icy, and the ball was just like spinning. Like spinning on top of the snow or ice or whatever. And all the Dallas guys get away from it, and the Miami guys are circling this ball, and Leon Lett just like runs up. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know what he was
0: doing. I swear to God, and that man know, was he, high on a different kind of white powder but, that but day. But he
1: slid straight into that thing. The Dolphins recovered the ball on the three yard line, and then they kicked the field goal to win sixteen to fourteen. Interesting fact about that: that was the last game the Cowboys lost that year. Do you remember that?
0: Oh yeah, that is right. That's they went that. on a we, run and they won the Super Bowl. We were, uh, but we were both sixth ten, grade. I yeah, I was ten years old. Oh no, not sixth grade then. No, maybe. No, fourth grade, fourth grade, probably fourth grade. I have but no I remember idea watching that at, at my granny's try. house because like the whole family was together. Well, it's Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving. No, my now my favorite snow game of all time is the is the tuck rule game, the Vinatieri kick for the yes to uh, to, to win the AFC championship game.
1: that's, 2002? that's, my, that's right? my
0: favorite. Two thousand two, I think. Yes, so fifteen years ago. That's that's my favorite because that was, that was Brady's uh, se-
1: second championship. That was Brady's first. Well, no, that was his first one. Oh, yes. Yeah, first Super Bowl. Sorry, yeah, and the that first, was, was his Bowl? first playoff game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, first postseason game, and it's in the snow, in uh, in in, Fox in Foxborough. Bro. I mean, it, it, the whole game was bananas. So but I remember I was sitting at uh, I was sitting at Chili's watching this game when I saw
0: that happen and was just like, what? Role? Everyone thinks of that game. They immediately think the Tuck rule. They think, oh, Tom Brady and the Patriots did a bunch of weird bull crap to, to cheat their way into another Super Bowl, yada, yada, yada. Think about the history of this. At this point in time, the Carolina Panthers are the other team that played in the Super Bowl that year. the The Patriots were a terrible football team. No, this was the Rams year, wasn't it? Got no,
1: 2002 get... was uh, – I don't – no, it, it wasn't – no, it was the Rams. It was, it the, was Rams. the Rams.
0: Their first Super Bowl yeah. was against the Rams. The greatest show on turf. Yep. So, anyway. Our fastest show on turf. Fastest show on turf. Yeah, that's uh, – um,
1: Marshall Falk and Kurt Warner and – that'll we, we can talk about Marshall Falk if you want to. <laughs> no, no, that's a little different That's a story. whole different story.
0: But, but no, he – everyone talks about how they look back and they see the dynasty that the Patriots are now. And they say – you know, well, that was just, you know, favoritism. Patriots are the big team, yada, yada. At this point in time, if you're the NFL, you want the Raiders, not the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Because the Raiders are a big draw, and the Patriots are a nobody team. Before this era began, Robert Kraft was inches away from moving the team out of Foxborough, out of the Boston area. They were terrible. They couldn't draw any numbers, um, they, they couldn't win games before the Bill Belichick, Tom Brady era. They were bad. They were real bad. This was – so Drew Bledsoe had gotten hurt. That's right. right. Is that what – That's right. Yeah. And they had just given Drew the $100 million contract that year before he got hurt um, because, man, he was the best player they had. That was the highest-paid contract in the NFL. They were desperate for a quarterback. This was not – this would have been the equivalency of, like, today trying to get Jacksonville Jaguars to win a playoff game because they're a bigger draw than – you know the Patriots, or you know the Denver Broncos, or the Raiders, or somebody like that. Yeah, it. it they are not the big draw. No, it, did, at this it didn't time. make sense at the time. No. Second thing, they didn't create the rule because of this play in in live time, which people who hate the Patriots think that the only reason the Patriots knew about this rule is it happened to them earlier in the season. Yeah, and it the call went against them. And then Bill Belichick goes out there, and, and he challenges his call. And he's like, no, 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 y'all got it wrong. It's not a fumble. It's the tuck rule. Go to the handbook and look up rule number, you know, section 8, you know, whatever, paragraph C, what, how, whatever he called out to him." And, like, they went to it, they pulled it out, and they are like, he's right. That's a rule, and this is the definition of the rule. Yeah. And that's it. Nobody made the rule up to help the Patriots or to help Tom Brady. It's such bullcrap. It's so sour grapes. It
1: really ticks me off. When on top of that, Adam Vinatieri became a household name that night because of, oh, yeah. because of his field goal. You make that kick in that weather? Yeah, unbelievable. Yes, absolutely. That was all right. So so we talked about the Leon Lett Dolphins and, and Cowboys uh, Thanksgiving game. Yep. We talked about. The Patriots and the Raiders in the tuck rule game. Correct. I'm going to move back to college. Okay. The 2000 Independence Bowl. Oh,
0: this is a Mississippi
1: State. Yes. Jackie Sherrill against R.C. Slocum. Look. Was that
0: Sherrill's last year at State? Mm. Next to it was It was towards the end. I think the next year was his last year. Oh, yeah. He ended it real bad. Yeah. Okay. I, there,
1: there were not good. I think there was NCAA stuff going yep. on. There was like, right. just all sorts of bad That's stuff. Right. Um but yeah, so... This was a great game. It was fantastic. It was tied 28-28 at the uh, end of regulation. They go into overtime. And the way that this all broke down, Texas A&M scores pretty quick, right? And they're lining up, and it's 30... The Maybe it was 31-31. It was higher scoring than most big snow games. Was it 31-31? or 40 I forget when No 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 it was uh it was 35 35 at the end of regulation I do not and remember the score at all so Texas A&M scores and I only I only know this because I I watched it uh like in the middle of this season like it was on SEC yeah. Network or yeah, whatever Um so but I was watching it and I was like man I, I don't remember how this went but so A&M scores to make it 40 43, 41, no, 41 to 35, and Mississippi State blocks the extra point in the snow, and the guy that blocked it recovered it and starts running, and they're tackling him, and as he's going down, he just throws it behind him, and one of the Mississippi State, it lands in his arms, like it it was perfect, lands in his arms, and he runs it back for two-point conversion. So at that point it's 41 to 37. Yep. So rather than like I remember this. rather night. than going for a touchdown to tie the game, you're going for a touchdown to win it. State gets like 16 yards on the next play and if you are a Mississippi State fan or even just an SEC fan, the name Wayne Madkin. You have to remember that because he was the first real I remember John Bond and and all these guys, but like Madkin to me in 2000 was the first like Mobile quarterback that mostly did things with his leg. He couldn't throw to save his life. He completed a few passes here and there, but he could run and he was fast. And everybody remembered him because he was, kind of a dumb guy. He yep. just, Wayne Madkin, you know. Um, so there used to be jokes around <laughs> everywhere. But uh, but no Madkin. So he they they get sixteen yards, and then Madkin hands off one play, and then there's a quarterback draw, and you
0: get lost like state was wearing white right. I remember that they they blended into the field for television yes it was really bad optics but it was cool to watch oh it was so
1: much fun to watch and he, he runs in a touchdown state wins 43-41 they don't even have to kick an extra no. point or anything in that snow it's just easy but but seeing that kind of snow in Shreveport was unfreaking believable just unre it looked like ice on the field not snow you know,
0: but it was big, fluffy, powdery snow falling though, man. I hey, mean, you want to talk about the big,
1: cameras. fluffy, powdery snow? I don't remember all the details about this game. You remember like 2013? It was Chip Kelly's first year. It was the Lions at the Eagles, and that was the game that oh, like, yeah. Shady McCoy went
0: crazy. Yeah, you. I mean, you couldn't see watching it on TV. Yeah, you, the
1: only thing, you like, you could see the Eagles because, you like, see there's some green. green. That's it, like a dark green, but it was, like, green blurs. But the, the Lions with the the silver helmets yeah. and the white uniforms, nope. like, you could not see those They're guys. Gone. The Eagles won, like, 34-20. to 20. Mm-hmm. It was 8 to nothing at the half.
0: That was an awesome game, too. That was yeah. just
1: a couple of years ago. You're right. Yeah, it was 2013. It was Kelly's, I think it was Kelly's first year. First year. It so, was a great game. Yeah, that's, and, and, I mean, really, I mean, there's other snow games and whatnot. Like, hell, there was one this year. Well, uh, Colorado State and Wyoming, that was like twenty four twenty one. It was it was big, fluffy, powdery snow and all that. But well, let's
0: transition into some NFL talk. So the NFL had a snow game. Yes, you're looking at the Bills and the Colts, and, and that was the most ridiculous
1: snow. It it made almost an unwatchable weekend
0: watchable. So while I loved that game and I loved everything about it. I came up with the realization all snow games are not created equal. Okay, explain this to me. I believe now. One thing I like about football is is we play it in any weather. Okay. We, you know, we're not some pansies out here that oh, it's too cold or oh, it's too wet and it's not safe and this and well the game's not safe ever.
1: Well you so, I mean you can always go back like it this wasn't necessarily a snow game but you remember uh, uh, the Packers and the Giants, what
0: was that, 2008? Like the Frozen Dunder game. Yeah, or like yeah. where it was negative 40 yeah. degrees Fox outside. John Fox has got like pounds of Vaseline on his face. Or not John Fox. Uh, <laughs> Tom Goffin. Tom Goffin, yeah. yeah. No, but here's here's my thought process. In, in the NFL, games are different. This isn't college football, okay? This is pro ball. They're playing for real championships, real stakes. Yeah. Okay. If you have teams that are fighting for playoffs and it's snowing like that. I believe that they should postpone the game. Not all snow games matter. Not all snow games are equal. Not, not they're not all equal. And here's the reason why. While that Bills Colts game was unbelievable to watch, the winner of that game should be proud of nothing. Just like we talked about the Army Navy game. Yeah. The it's, loser it's the, the loser a, a of reliable. that game and you should not determine championships. Based on something that completely negates all the skill that one team might have. All the prep that one team might have done. There is no amount of preparation or practice that you can do to try to run through 10, 12 inches of snow.
1: That's what this was too.
0: Like, now, a, no, at it, one was, point- it was they were high stepping just to try to get anywhere. I was
1: listening to somebody uh, just like maybe yesterday, maybe today. I cannot remember, but they were they were talking about, look, if if snow was up to your knee, so are you just down like as soon as you touch the ball? Yeah, you like, can't
0: run. You can't move. And, and while it was really fun to watch, it was fun to watch because it's the Bills and the Colts, and these guys have nothing to play for. Now, I don't want to hear Bills fans give me, well, we were in the playoff run, and we still have chances to make the playoffs eat it, man. Nobody cares. <laughs> All
1: right? <laughs> hey, like, how, about, how about Nathan Peterman turning around and getting a touchdown pass
0: and in, no picks. In, in the snow and no pick. But, like, I just don't think that you should determine a champion using a game like that. I think I'd be okay with Now, like the reason I say that is because you're not going to stop. Like, it, you're going to have snow
1: games or whatever in New England in the playoffs. You're going to have... You know, rainy games is not no, like
0: but like when it's like a rain, it's one thing. If it's like torrential downpours, then they're fun to watch for fans sometimes. But that's not a test of a champion. That's not an accurate description of of who you're not getting any skill at all. The the better team has no chance of winning that game. It only benefits the the lesser of the teams. And I'm not a Which fan of Which is why Michigan that. State, it, like in college, that's, that's Michigan exactly State right. is able to win if, in these games. If Michigan State had any say, I don't know where they're going to a bowl game, but I bet they were like, hey, can we play a bowl game in like Detroit? They're playing in can, the, the Holiday Bowl, and I don't know where that is. Not, but we don't want to play in the Dome. Like We want to go outside. Can we go play at Minnesota's home stadium? Like, I don't want to go play in the Big Dome. <laughs> the I wanna... Holiday
1: Bowl is in San Diego. Yeah.
0: No, no, they don't want to play in San Diego. No, they're gonna not to get. Sm- I don't know who they're playing. They're going to get smoked Washington, in San Diego. Washington State. Oh, they're going to get smoked. They're going to get smoked. But they want to go play it at Washington State. They would rather play that game at M- Wazoo. They'd rather play in Pullman. I think you're probably yeah, right. You absolutely believe that. Well, so anyway, I, I don't think it's the test of any true skill. And when you're talking about determining a true champion – you can't play it in an extreme environment. That's why I think all Super Bowls need to be played in mild climates. All championship games need to either be played in domes or mild climates, because you're not you're talking about real championships here. These things dictate they actually matter. If they don't matter, then why the hell are we playing these games? Then why the hell are we talking about it? Then why are we following it so much if this stuff doesn't matter?
1: To me, like I, I enjoy it because I think that it not not enjoying, enjoying it. No, 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 I'm saying enjoying it. Like, I'm saying it as far as the better team to me should be the team that has the better defense, the better running game. Like that's and those things matter no, in don't. situations no, like
0: don't. that. The Colts have the worst defense in the NFL, and they shut down for ninety percent of the game. The Bills. That, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't matter. And here's the situation. You've got a you've got a scenario where the greatest quarterbacks in the world aren't good in snow, but you take an average guy that can run and play quarterback and he's going to win that game 9 out of 10 times. So not the better player is going to win, just the just a different player is going to win. You're not I'm, I'm you're not, not rewarding say... you're not rewarding the teams for outworking somebody You're just Putting two guys out there And literally Flipping a coin Which is fun yeah. It's awesome It's great for the Bills and the Colts I think if you got A crap game On TV like if this I think that you between, Should make the snow Come in
1: Yeah. If, if Hey you, you, you want to Watch Steelers, this game well, That's right If the Steelers and Pats like, You don't want Something like this When
0: the Browns Played the Colts This year That would have been A great time to say We're not playing This game in Indianapolis We're moving it to Cleveland okay. And we're pumping in snow <laughs> because it's the only reason anybody should watch that game agreed agreed
1: yeah you know let's go on and talk about the uh let's talk about the NFL slate all right we'll we'll run through them pretty fast uh the New Orleans Atlanta game atrocious officiating on Thursday night yeah bad game, atrocious. Real, real bad game.
0: they look the Atlanta did not get back on track in this game
1: the officials if you gave Atlanta, nine
0: first downs off of penalties. Ticky tack. These are not. See, this is one of these things. And, and they gave New Orleans zero. Zero. This is not one of those. Because I watched this game, watched every play of it. My problem with some people will say, oh, well, this team got, you know, 12 penalties for 110 yards, and the other team had three penalties for. But if half of those penalties are false starts or face masks or things that you cannot contest. And that's part of it. These were very ticky-tack personal fouls, not personal fouls, uh, pass interferences and, and roughing the passers. And, and stuff it, that could have gone the other day. Yes, ab- like, absolutely. you didn't even have to blow the whistle. Absolute judgment calls. Some of the pass interferences were blatant offensive pass interference that they called on the defense. I have not seen a game officiated this poorly on national TV all year, and I've watched all of them. Well, and, and on top of that.
1: So one of the officials used to be a Falcons player. And on top of that. How was that guy allowed to officiate that game? Well, on, on top of that. Well, it, it, think about this. In 2 weeks they play again. Yeah. Now that the Falcons are 8 and 5 and they play at the Bucks this week, so they'll probably move to 9 and 5. Yeah, they're going to smoke too And New Orleans, I don't even know who New Orleans plays this week. I don't either. But e- either way, Oh, they're a big favorite. The The big favorite. Yeah, they play the Jets. Um, So you have got them a game back. Yep. And it is made for TV. Yep. So the NFL needs to get all these conspiracy theories out of the way. You don't want
0: people talking about, this is why I don't like college and why I like the NFL. College wants the conspiracy theories. College wants people talking about it more than they actually care about the championship. They don't care about the outcome. They care about the story. And yep. in the NFL, it's all about the outcome. Mike Detillier
1: from... Uh, I have the, no idea who that is. WWL, he's uh, one of the Saints guys. Okay. So he brought this up and he said, look... This is going to become a major league problem whenever sports gambling becomes legalized. Yep. Because you are going to have to be completely transparent.
0: It's a problem now because sports gambling is legal. In Vegas. And on offshore. I live in Mississippi and we can do it. We go through mybookie.ag every day. I don't know how legal that is, but, but I'm cool with it. Like it, you know. Well, technically, buying Bitcoin isn't legal either, but I made about five hundred bucks off of it. <laughs> Chief, tax that.
1: <laughs> nope. I love it. I love it. All right. Yeah. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. But either way, either way. For those that don't know, we are sitting here drinking bourbon tonight. We <laughs> have we having a good time. This is look. Let's be transparent. I'm, I, I don't care. You and I, we sitting here chilling, talking about gambling on games, drinking some bourbon, crying about. Coco, that's what we do, man. Real men, real men. <laughs> All right. So either way, the Falcons win twenty to seventeen. It was a bullcrap game. Uh, we both kind of feel like maybe it was set up for uh, for TV for two weeks, from now, weeks from now. When uh, when the Falcons go to the Saints, yep. uh, we talked about Indianapolis and
0: Buffalo, Minnesota at Carolina. This was the game of the weekend. Well, there was a couple of really good games. This was one of the best games of the weekend, though. Yeah. This was a great game. I didn't like the outcome, but, but take that away. Man. Look, Carolina, Carolina dominated this played, game for a lot of it. Man, they they showed up offensively against the best defense in the NFL all year. They brought all of it. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Do you, uh, do you believe in Case Keenum? Yeah, I think he's fine. He won't play a defense that good unless he has to play them again. You realize we got the Saints at nine and four, the Panthers at nine and four, and Atlanta at eight and five. Well, Atlanta shouldn't be eight and five. They're a fraudulent team. They should have lost to the Bears. They should have lost to the Lions. They lost a lot of bad games. You know that Atlanta was seven and five last year before they won six straight I or understand four straight. That, that, and then, this ain't last year, brother. I watched that team last year. Oh, I know. This mark my words. If if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. This ain't last year. I agree with you. This Atlanta I don't, I don't, team is a dog
1: team. I, I could see Atlanta and Carolina both getting into the playoffs. Oh, and I And New no, Orleans just, still winning the division. Oh,
0: no. Not arguing with you on that. Not arguing with that. No, 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 no. They're both not making it. Seattle would have to crash because the Rams are making it.
1: Well, Seattle lost to Jacksonville last week. They are. I, I'm I'm thinking they're going to lose to the Rams this week. You know, that puts them at, what, like 8-6 and six at
0: that point? Yeah. So... Yeah, but I think then they've got two garbage games. Then I think they have like the 49ers. Well, they got like the Cardinals and, 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 the and uh, Cardinals. I think they got two divisional games left after that. Yeah, but I mean, would you take them against the 49ers right that now? I get some ten. We're gonna get to that game
1: in a minute. Well, but that, I mean, that game's not uh, not this weekend, is it? No, no, no. That's no. But we're gonna get to the 49ers. So and we're gonna get to Seattle. Nah, you're right. You're right. We're so here, Seattle has got. Ah, um, oh, crap! It's pulling
0: up the schedule. Um, it's going slow. I, yeah, it's going I, real I'm slow. I'm pretty sure they have the 49ers and the Cardinals and the Rams. I think but
1: are they both on the road? I think. Both, oh, I have uh, no idea. Oh no, no, no. They don't have. Uh, they don't have
0: the 49ers. So they've already played them twice. They play at Dallas. Oh. And versus Arizona. Oh no, they might not make the playoffs because I think they're going to lose to the Rams, and Dallas is looking a lot better. They're not getting ten. It's going to take ten. They're playing at Dallas on Christmas Eve. Man, I don't know Atlanta's getting there either because it's going to take ten wins. They got eight now. I think they're going to lose that next game. You in think New it's Orleans. really going to take ten wins though? Oh, in the NFC, there ain't no doubt in my mind. It's you. If you don't get to ten, you don't get in. Well, the way that it is currently set up
1: is I believe that. So Philly's at eleven and two, and they're number one, but they're they in. just lost Carson Wentz. But they're but they're, they're, they're in, in. They're in an eleven. Minnesota ten and three. The Rams at nine and four. New Orleans at nine and four. Carolina at nine and four. Atlanta at eight and five. Seattle is at eight and five. Detroit is seven and six. Green Bay is seven and six. It, if Green Bay comes back, or if uh, if Aaron Rodgers comes back. Then yeah, I have
0: rusty old Aaron Rodgers ain't gonna ain't gonna make a run. Well,
1: look, they yeah, and that's that's what's crazy is they play at Carolina. He's got they band aids
0: holding his collarbone together. He <laughs> moves around too much. They that play line at sucks. Carolina. They host Minnesota and they play at
1: Detroit. I don't think I would love there. to see Aaron Rodgers come back against Carolina. Dallas at seven and six. Dallas still has at Oakland, Seattle, and at Philly. Man, they got a really
0: tough run.
1: Well, it's a tough run, but it's a lot easier now because Oakland looks like they just gave up on the season. Seattle, they got it home on Christmas Eve, and we know what Seattle is. And they play at Philly on, on New Year's Eve. Be, be careful,
0: Poo-Poo and Philly. Now, that's a complete team.
1: Yeah, but they got injuries all over I know the that, but, they,
0: but all those injuries have happened all year, and none of them have slowed them down. I think this one will slow them down, but they're beating people by 30. I think,
1: uh, I think Carson Wentz has a lot to do with this. A lot to do with this. I agree with you. Because you got confidence in that quarterback. You, it makes you're other talking teams, to a
0: guy that just has not bought into this Dallas team yet.
1: And uh, Look, I understand that. I'm not saying they're going to win the game. I'm just saying that all of these games oh, are no.
0: winnable. No, they're all way better today than they were at the beginning of the season. Yes. Or three weeks ago, six weeks ago.
1: Yeah, it looked it looked a lot different. Either way, Let's right, so back, to Minnesota, back to Minnesota and, and Carolina. Carolina dominated for a lot of this ball game. Yep, their defense was great. Now they Minnesota blew it.
0: Was, they blew it. Minnesota made a push. They made a comeback. Yeah. No, they absolutely did.
1: Absolutely did. Uh, Chicago and Cincinnati look. Chicago looked great in this ball game. It, Bears it, are
0: rolling. Mitch Trubisky. That's what I was about to say. Mitch Trubisky, man. Mitchell. Mitchell is looking good. Thirty-three to seven. When that go? And that and, and that, that Cincinnati was on the road. team. That Cincinnati team. Their offense, a the dog team. For some reason, I have no idea why these transcendent wide receivers can't catch the ball anymore. But Cincinnati's defense is no joke. And the fact that they gave up 33 points on the road to a, a rookie quarterback.
1: Well, look, look that running back has a lot to do with it. Oh, Jordan but that's, Howard is
0: the real deal. Real all deal. these people calling for John Fox's job. I don't think there will be. I, I I think I think they're gonna win this week too, but that's neither here nor there. Green Bay, 27 to this twenty seven one to broke one over my heart. Cleveland. This one Overtime. broke my heart, pissed me off. I have said it the second the guy got drafted. An abs- an absolute waste of a draft pick, Deshaun Kaiser was. You know what happens when you draft a quarterback that only won four games in college at one of the biggest football schools in the country? That historically wins eight to ten games a year and he only wins four. Yeah, he sucks in the pros too. Deshaun Kaiser is an absolute joke. It's a disgrace that they drafted him. Well, Sashi Brown deserved to be fired for that one move alone. Look, like, I'm with you
1: on Kaiser, but he did lead him to a ten and three record the year before. So Man, don't give
0: me that. Don't give me that <laughs> junk. Don't give me that junk. That team was loaded with scene. Man, I don't care. He's a garbage. I know you lost. Know. He lost. He won four games. Keep it rolling, man. He's terrible. The, the most valuable round in all the NFL is the second round. If there wasn't nobody there that you liked, trade the pick for a second round pick next year. But don't just throw it away on some piss poor quarterback that you know you're going to cut in nine months. And if that guy's not washing dishes somewhere and he's still on a roster next year, I'm out. I'm done. This is ridiculous. <laughs> You called this game San Francisco twenty six, Houston sixteen. You know what can not get me pissed off about you change my mood? Change my mood from Deshaun Handsome Handsome handsome. This is the this boy right here, he might have he might have taken like Tom's powers. I don't. I don't think so. This is like I don't think. so. I mean, did you see Tom this weekend? No, I saw Tom this weekend. He but looked like he, the he was at Miami. the last three weeks. He, he's seven and nine in Miami in his career. <clears throat> Handsome Jimmy G.
1: Yeah, he he looks good. Look, the, I think a lot of this might have had to do with the fact that Houston just has no offense whatsoever. It. I, I think so. And we're we're going long today, but that's fine. Um Look, there was a, a topic on the Gary Parish show about how the NBA could eventually overtake the NFL. That story's been out there by a lot of people. Because of the fact that this game is so violent. They're all and, NBA holes. And look, the watching Tom
0: Savage. Oh, no, no that was sad. This that is, was sad to see. And then he's back on the field in like five minutes. No, and it's dude, just, that, that is on every doctor there. And every coach on that staff that coaches offense. Yeah. I mean, it was all of them have to. That's a gots to go situation. Yeah. I mean, he he had a seizure on the field. You're talking. When I saw that replay, I didn't see it live. When I saw that hit, like it kind of, I mean, it shook me. And there's not a lot I've seen in the NFL that shakes me in football. It's a violent game. I know that. That shook me. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. So let's take away the fact that we hate what happened to Savage. I think TJ Yates is a better quarterback than Savage. A hundred thousand. So why wasn't he starting to begin with? Can maybe maybe O'Brien is not the quarterback guru we thought he was, because at first he thought Savage was better than Watson when he started the season. And then he still thinks that Savage is better than Yates. He he didn't think that Savage
1: was better than Watson. Watson was still a rookie. Savage had been there through the whole that thing. Don't it, it, care. It, it it took time for Watson to win over the locker room. That's because stupid. no, here's the yeah, you he, know
0: what wins locker rooms winning ball games. Agreed, but you you understand how this thing goes. Like if getting you start, blown out by by Jacksonville week one, that don't help. No, that don't help at all. That don't help at all. And I'm I'm with you. I, I just Bill O'Brien might have to go. I, I, I think th- I think he's got to go from the Savage situation alone. Yeah, he he is the head coach. He has to be responsible, but not just him. The quarterback's coach needs to go, unless unless the offensive coordinator and the quarterback's coach can show proof somewhere that Tom or that uh that the doctors told him he was okay, or that Bill O'Brien trumped them. Everybody has to go. Either way, somebody's getting fired. Oh no, Somebody not has not just somebody's. I need a lot of people packing stuff up and getting out of here. Yeah. And maybe maybe not at the end of the season. Like, it and needs to happen now. There are guys that are justifying this by saying, well, the players tell me. I mean, you don't get to listen to these players about how they feel, man. That's the reason you're the doctor. You have to be the adult in the room. Yes. They want to play. They're playing for contracts. This is their livelihood. They're not thinking about their life. Yeah. They're being reckless just by the nature of the job that they've chosen. It is your responsibility to protect them. As the doctors on the staff, all those guys, I want medical license. I don't want them fired. I want them to not practice doctoring ever again. They need to be selling car insurance tomorrow. I love when you get on these rants. Well, no, I just I, no, I like.
1: I'm not. This saying it is, is a bad different. thing. It's, it is uh, this different. Funny. This me, is like, me,
0: me, me, joking around about snow games and stuff, or hating Sashi Brown. This is different. Yeah, this is a serious. I thing. thought that guy could have died on the field. It, yeah, that's, he could have. That's bad. You see, you see the replay of him season and they were talking about how he's spitting up blood and then they're gonna let him back on the field in like five minutes.
1: yeah. like
0: none, we, none of but it we really sense. doubled down on the concussion protocol though.
1: yeah, we yeah, sure. sure we did. Anyway. like you, you got Alvin Kamara who goes out and it doesn't even look like it's that bad. yeah and, and he's out for the rest of the game and he's fine. Next day, he was cool. He was like, I'm ready to go next
0: week. Like, That's it's right. It's cool.
1: So, like, in some cases... They did a we, good job. They do a good job. Those, but in these those doctors
0: in New Orleans said, we're going to take precautions with this guy. Here, winning let me, me down. Hang on. Let me tell you what, what I really hate about this. Okay? Because that just gave me a different thought. Alvin Kamara is an asset to the Saints for years to come. I didn't they, even think about this. They know Tom Savage is nothing to them. And so they're willing to risk his life and his safety. You would because really hope that Because they be like don't that. mean it all. It doesn't surprise me at all. It
1: doesn't surprise
0: me one bit. What a piece of garbage. Man, I'm out. I'm out on Houston now. <laughs> I done talked to myself. I'm out. I'm out on Houston. <laughs> we were out on Houston weeks ago. Come on now. Who'd have, who'd have, yeah, but I like some of their guys. I'm out, I'm out on all of them. A lot of them. Out on the Texans. All of them are out. All we're of them. done. Right. Deshaun, come back to the Browns. We should have drafted you anyway. Yeah,
1: you're right about that. Oakland and Kansas City. 26-15. to 15. Kansas City wins this game. It's their first win in God knows how long. Six weeks.
0: Now, Kansas, City, Kansas City back or Raiders dead or both?
1: I don't think Kansas City's back. You don't? No. I don't think that a win over this Raiders team uh, allows that. I, I don't know what has happened to the Raiders. I got no idea. So I do think the Raiders are dead.
0: Yeah, but I think, I mean, they could could
1: theoretically win out and still get to the playoffs,
0: but like Kansas City. Now, most of this losing streak, they were looking bad on offense and on defense. The last two weeks, they've scored 28 and 26 points. It's not the offense, it's hurt them. It's the defense. Man, I I think they might kind of be having their their swagger back a little bit.
1: I ain't buying it yet. I, I ain't buying it after a game against this Oakland team. I've seen Oakland crap the bed too many times. No, you're right, and I just i i don't
0: i don't put any stock in this game. More oh, we're gonna get to a segment later tomorrow maybe about these things. More overrated team this year preseason: Tampa Bay or Oakland? I'm gonna go with Oakland.
1: I'm gonna go with Oakland because
0: well it, it, Tampa oh no Bay- no no I'm not I'm gonna go with Tampa. But I mean, Tampa, Tampa Bay was never looked at as a Super Bowl yes, team. They, yes, they were. By yes, they were. A lot of people. Whoever thought uh, Tampa Bay whole, was going to be a Super Bowl team was out of their mind. A of people. There's no way. And nobody was really looking at Oakland to be a Super Bowl team. Yes, they, just they wanted were. They somebody, had the
1: second best odds. Uh,
0: but they <laughs> Derek just Carr. They just wanted somebody to beat the Patriots. But nobody actually really believed they were going to beat the Patriots. A lot of people lost money on them. Anyway. Detroit beat Tampa Bay twenty
1: four twenty one. Not a whole lot to talk about here, other than the fact that Tampa Bay kept this game close, and Detroit should have dominated the football game. Um, I mean, they
0: really should have because they're they're in the playoff hunt right now. My biggest takeaway from this game was that Detroit's a bad football team. They really are, man. They are such a bad team. That's 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 why all I, it is. They won cannot, the game, but I cannot believe in them. They, you know who they look like? They look like the Titans. They keep keep winning games, but at the end of the games, whether they won or whether they lost, I keep saying, man, they're really really, bad. They're really bad.
1: Dallas went into uh, went into New York Woo. and won thirty to ten. Um, I was wrong on this one. There were a lot of people that were wrong on this. the The majority of the public thought that Eli Manning was going to come back and just be fired up. Look, the, the Giants just have nothing in the tank, man. No. They, there's nothing there. There's nobody for Eli to throw to. Like uh, odds on on Eli being with the Giants next year. Uh,
0: really close to zero. I I, think, I can't go smaller than zero. You think Denver finds a way to get him? Well, the two name, the two places everyone just assumes he's going to move to, Denver and Jacksonville. But I'll tell you this: if if like I'm Washington and they lose Kirk Cousins, man, I'd take a flyer on him. Yeah, but would he go there? Oh, I think he'll go anywhere to get the hell out of New York right now. I think
1: he wants to go where he can win a Super
0: Bowl. I think he wants to go somewhere that's got a strong defense. I'll tell you, okay, then Denver might not be his option because have you watched them play defense lately? Well, I mean, they held they held the Jets to nothing. <laughs> okay. All
1: right. The three weeks before Look, that, they've given they, up forty points. I think Vance Joseph is is one not, and done. Yeah, I think I think he's not the
0: answer. I want to know who their quarterback, who their coach is going to be before I put Eli on that roster. I know who the coach and the GM and everybody is in Jacksonville. And that defense is way they're like the younger, hotter version of Denver. Yeah, I they're who Denver
1: was three, four years well, ago, and, and it's nicer weather.
0: Yeah. Denver, and and you don't have John Denver, Elway
1: looking over you. You Denver, got, hey, but but they got Tom Coughlin. He likes Tom. Yeah, Tom likes him. That that <laughs> that might make more sense. All right, they just got to get Blake. Bortles hey, Dak and
0: Dan, this is the first game. Dak actually looked really good playing quarterback without Zeke, without the offensive line. I don't yeah, know it, took him, it took him took him a little line. bit of time. Um, he, he actually looked good.
1: And you realize this next week is the last week they don't have Zeke. Yep. So against the Seahawks, they got Zeke back. You uh, you don't think maybe he's going to go a little crazy, do you? I don't know, I mean, it,
0: it, With the running back, does it take that long to get your legs back? Oh, or? no, no. He'll show up and be great. I, I think he'll be great. I, I think, think he'll, he'll be wonderful. And be great. I'm trying to figure out who the Seahawks are going to be at that
1: point in time. Like, I, I don't even know. I, I think they all went crazy. Michael Bennett deserves to be – I don't even know what. Well, we'll get to that game here in a little bit. Uh, Tennessee lost to Arizona 12-7. to they're a bad team. That's, I mean, you
0: you score seven points
1: at Arizona? I mean, come on. They're man.
0: not good at offense. They're not good at
1: defense. They're not good at special well, now, here's teams. Here's the thing. They're good at defense. Like, they're, they're not great at defense. But, like, if you look at the score totals, they, they do exactly what they need to do. They hold on to the football for a long time. Which gives their defense a chance to rest. Oh and no, go they are
0: the lock for them every week. Gambling wise, is the under. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh no, they're navy in the sense of you might get three possessions a half or a quarter. that's yes. it. Like you're not you're not touching the ball five times in a half.
1: What What Mike Malarkey and that offensive staff have done with Marcus
0: Mariota is absolutely criminal. So you th- they have made think him think so it's, vanilla. You think it's Malarkey. Now don't don't pass this up for me defending Malarkey because you know that's not real. You think this is all malarkey, though? No, no, I don't.
1: I don't at all. I think that Mar. I don't. I don't think Mariota came back completely healthy from breaking his leg last year. He's never been healthy. But agree, agree. Like his whole
0: three years in the NFL, he's
1: not healthy. I do think that the offense that they are running is so pro-based. It is so run-oriented, and he's under center a bunch and that doesn't fit his style whatsoever. He is so clutch and he's so good that he's able to succeed without it, but he, he can't always succeed. I don't know.
0: I, I think I don't think they need to go to anything like Chip Kelly ran at Oregon or whatever, I, but I I think, I think that, we're seeing who Marcus Mariota is. I was as, I think Mariota's better than what he's showing this year. I was as wrong as I could be in my assessments of the two quarterbacks that came out 3 years ago. And Mariota and and Went uh, and um and Mariota Winston, Winston. and um, no, no, just those guys and then and Wentz and Golf. I wanted nothing to do with Wentz and Golf being a Browns fan. Nothing to do with them. And I would have loved to have been in on the Mariota and Jameis lotteries. <laughs> and I just, if I could go back. I think both of those franchise all of those franchises would rather what, 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 have Wentz and golf. What about Derek Carr? I mean Derek Carr was in that draft. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just talking about the two guys that went first overall and second overall back to back years. Yeah, okay. That's that's what I mean, I'm not we're not talking about anybody else that went in those drafts. You think
1: we're gonna have the same thing this year?
0: Like one and two will both be quarterbacks. Man, I don't know. And here's what sucks is I don't believe in these guys either. I can't get in the quarterback draft and say any of these guys look good to me. I did. I was in on Deshaun Watson. That is not hindsight's twenty twenty. That's not that. Both of us knew that this was going to be. I didn't think he was going to be. I didn't think he was going to be this good. I'm not going to claim that. You you remember making fun of me for that? I wanted. (laughs) You thought he was going to be the second coming of John Elway, which he he looked great. No, he looked great. Here's my thing. I wanted him over trading that pick away. Yeah, in that spot, I well, I kind of wanted Jonathan Allen. I would have been happy with Watson or Allen at that pick because I thought those two guys were blue chip players. Yeah, and, and you both gotta, of them turned and, out to. And, be. and you got to get blue chip players to be good.
1: And you know what sucks is that both of them were great, um, other world oh. talent, and both of them got hurt. Yep, both of them got hurt. Well,
0: we kind of had the, that was the whole reason Jonathan Allen didn't go two overall was because people were afraid. Well, yeah, Can but, he but, stay healthy? but now but he you, didn't get hurt with what they were afraid of. Exactly. But.
1: So it's it's always a crapshoot. Like everybody's going to get hurt, but. You know, you just you never know, never know what these things. Uh, the Jets go to Denver and lose twenty three to nothing. They lose Josh McCown in the process. You were telling me earlier about the uh, the press conference with Yeah, McCown. man,
0: he was crying, talking about how you know he loved this team and how this team meant so much to him. You love and seeing guys like that. I, I really do, just because he's played for some some bad programs. He's played for some really, maybe not really good ones, but but better. He's been in the NFL for a long time. He's been in a lot of locker rooms. I don't think he's ever been on a team that had less hope than and, this one did. And outperformed what they were expected so much. And he just talked about how that meant so much to him. Yeah. And how he loved the young guys on this team. Because they try. They give it everything they, they got they, every week. They don't know that they're 16-point dogs. No, and, and they don't care. And, they don't, and, and, I, and that meant a lot to me. You know, Being a Pats fan, you know, I, don't, I don't just hate everybody in the division. I think Josh McCown's a class dude and, and a good quarterback, and I really hate that my Browns didn't just re-sign him.
1: Josh McCown, without him in the ballgame, the Jets— Oh, no, they're done. They are completely done, no. I think— um
0: look, in this game, Bryce Petty did not complete a single no. pass past the line of scrimmage. Sad thing for them is is we're done with Tanksville. They've won too many games. Tanking mm-hmm. now doesn't matter. I think they're gonna still try in all these games. Well, I mean, my but God, I don't know look, that look trying is gonna matter. They
1: were five and seven and Denver was three and nine yep. before this game. Like that just that that'll tell you everything you need to know. Like the Giants are two and eleven. You know, it, it's you can't just tank now. No, no, it's like you got to go now. out and try. Yep. So you, you got Christian
0: Hackenberg and Bryce Petty, and who? I just don't know what to think of that. I'd let them both play a half, no matter how the half goes. I would be preparing right now two different because yeah, you know you're not
1: making the playoffs, yeah. so like just
0: going and I would be preparing two different halves of scripted plays, setups, things like that, and see what you got, and just see what you got in both of them. That way, you have. Optimum game film against the exact same talent uh, on the other side, so you don't like play one like a whole game against a really good defense, and then next week you get to see the other one against maybe the Colts, and oh, he looks a lot better than him. You don't really know that. Agreed. So I would I would be figuring out for the last three games two different halves. It would be a lot of work on the offensive coaching staff. That's what I would do.
1: I like that. I like that thinking. All right, let's go on and jump into uh, the final five games of the weekend. Washington, the uh the Redskins at the Chargers. Chargers win 30-13. I think the Chargers are probably going to win the division. We'll we'll figure out what happens in uh in Kansas City next weekend, but you you were 100% on this team. Yep. They were 0 and 4 and you were still on this team. Didn't didn't quit. I didn't give up on them. Jacksonville wins 30 to 24 against Seattle. Look, what happened at the end of that game was absolutely criminal Michael Bennett should be suspended for the rest of the year for what he did like when you obviously try and hurt an opposing player when you go for the knees and you try and roll them up and you try like that was the, and and the Seahawks put him up for man of the year man That's like such this a dude garbage af- team. after all of his stuff about claiming that the uh, Las Vegas Police Department was racist and and then the Vegas police department comes out and says Look, we were not. Pro- they had video proof, like yep. ninety different cameras on this guy. He was not racially profiled whatsoever. Yep. And video they, and audio, like and you could you could hear the conversation, and nothing. Yeah, not a not a peep from the media, not a peep from Michael Bennett or the Seahawks or anything. And then they put him up for man of the year, and then he goes out and does this. And on top of that, with the guy, what was the guy's name? Jefferson, oh, the dude going in the crowd. Yeah, trying to go into the crowd, and and didn't, didn't get a suspension. The
0: best, the best line of the year. Joe Thomas came out and said, "Maybe if you rushed that hard after the passer, and said as you did against the fans, you uh, you you might have been in a little better situation than the whole game." Yeah, like.
1: Well like, Joe Joe Thomas also put a he he had a oh, tweet no. up about this where he went all in on him where the guy said, Look, you're not gonna disrespect me like I'm That's a man right. and I'm what like, he said, No, a man is somebody that can control their emotions. Yeah. Has the discipline
0: to walk away from a fight. Yeah. Like there was no reason the to hold the fan. The whole disrespect me thing is the least manly, most childish argument that you can have. I mean, what are you doing over there fighting with Jacksonville fans anyway? Like, even, walk, even verbally. Just just walk to the locker room, man. Yes. And if somebody throws something at you, just know that they have security there. Security's checking everything out. That guy's probably going to get arrested, caught, never be allowed back in. If he's a season ticket holder, thanks for the money. You don't get to come back. Like, all kinds of things. That guy's going to pay a punishment. Yes. The fact that the NFL did nothing to him, absolute shame. Absolutely. Roger Goodell is a joke. Yeah. Don't know if I mentioned that before on the podcast.
1: Final three games. Probably the best three games of the weekend. No. Um, maybe, maybe not the last game. Nah. but Look, Philly and L.A. God, that's such a good game. That was a lot of fun. 43-35. High scoring. Carson Wentz looked great until he went out with a torn ACL. Out for the year. Look, it was 27 years ago that Jeff Hostetler took the Giants all the way to the Super Bowl. And that was, what, after week... 12 13 something like that well, this is week 14 so. yeah so like you can it has been done although it's been 27 years ago um but look they got Nick foles Nick capable. foles is a he's capable quarterback um I, I still love the Rams I
0: think the Rams are gonna be good me too um it's a great game a great game things Just, about Wentz. tours ACL. Still played the last four plays. Still threw a touchdown pass with a torn ACL. Yeah. Like, and not, not stood in the statue. Like, maneuvered around the pocket to avoid getting hit. And still made an unbelievable play on the ball uh, to for a touchdown. Like, just a really impressive dude. Question. All right. From what you've seen of him, I think even though I know he's not going to play the last three games of the year still think he's number one in the MVP race. I'd probably give him that. Now, it's not fair that Tom gets to either lose it or win it by playing more games. But I, I think if Tom is what, average... What if, what if they get Tom Fatigue? There's no Tom Fatigue. If they get Tom Fatigue, it's ridiculous because he's only won two MVPs, which is an absolute travesty. Wait, but it's the same thing as... Because remember he was like predicted to go sixteen and zero this year. That's right. So
1: you know, like that—that's the thing—is same reason Belichick won't get coach of the year. That's right. Same reason Nick Saban never gets coach of the year. Yeah. Like it's—it's it's the same thing. When they're when the
0: expectations are so high, you can never meet them. No, nope. and you're right. You're right on that. Everyone keeps pumping in. They should be considering Antonio Brown. And maybe if we had to like invite three, like it's a Heisman Trophy race, then yeah but that's just to invite another dude. No, it's going to be a quarterback. That, well, not just a quarterback. I mean, this is this is between Tom and Wentz. Yeah. And I think being a Tom guy, if Tom is average for the last 3 games, give it to Wentz. I think Wentz is still the quarter still the MVP.
1: I I think I think he will probably get
0: it. No, no. I think now, people are in love if, with this if, kid. If if Tom goes out on on Sunday night football and blows out the Steelers and he puts up 50 on them, no. They're going to forget about Wentz. Yeah, you're and probably Tom right. Tom's going to get it. And that's just part of it. But if he looks like he did against the Dolphins, nope. Uh, you're entirely right. But I think Wentz is still the favorite to win it right now. Before we get to the best game of the weekend, let's go in and jump on, uh, on your Patriots. Okay. What the hell happened? I think this is just one of those deals where Miami is a tough place for them to play because they're not used to the humidity or the weather, even though it's in December right now. It's still warm. It's still hot. Still... Humid. That's the most important thing. The next thing is, is that was the Dolphins Super Bowl. They had absolutely everything to win and nothing to lose. And I think the Patriots, if you're going to have a stinker, that game doesn't matter. Because if you beat Pittsburgh the next week, you still have the same situation of you've locked up home field advantage. You know what I
1: really don't like? I, I don't like that the Dolphins, after that performance, are still 6-7. and seven, And we're not going to get to see Jay Cutler... In the in the playoffs, I would have enjoyed that so much. Like I, I, I look, literally after after this win, after he went out and like led the team to like the the field goal or whatever at the end of the week, like it, you know to go up by ten or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Uh, if he had gone to the sideline and just lit up a cigarette right there, I would have
0: died. That would have been the most amazing moment in the history of the NFL. So people criticize him for how he looks on the sidelines when he's throwing interceptions and stuff like that. They were showing him on the sidelines last night. He looked the exact same that he's always looked. Even after he throws the the heartbreaking interception to lose the game for him, he looked the exact same. Blowing, As when he, when he throws blowing the out down. the Patriots on on Monday Night Football. Yeah. He, that's just what he is. He, like he just he doesn't no emotion. show emotion at all. And, and when he's losing, everybody uses that as a reason to hate him. And I just think that's dumb. Like, I, I don't agree. care what you look like when you're not playing the game. Yeah, I don't care. I, I've always found that to be just a really weird criticism.
1: Either way, the the job that Adam Gase has done with this team after Ryan Tannehill went down, look, very – I'm I'm very
0: impressed. Losses, offensive line <laughs> coach in the middle of the season. Yeah, just everything. Did it a Da-da-da, cocaine. Everything went went bad with this dude. Took the number three running back in the league last year and dumped him because he believed in the two guys under him that were younger. Yeah, like I, I, he he's made some moves this year that took balls. He doubled down on himself and and he's shown up. I I, I really think no, pretty well. Two weeks straight, they've hung 40-something against really good teams. Well, the, the Broncos and and then the Patriots. I don't know if the Broncos are a good team. But. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, look, it's it's impressive. No.
1: It's impressive. I agree. Uh, best game of the weekend, Sunday night football. Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Pittsburgh is down by nine with, what, less than five minutes left in the game? Yeah. And find a way to come back and, and win the ball
0: game. How Baltimore... That last drive that they had the ball, ran it once and put the ball in Joe Flacco's hands twice, to get a three and out and pump the ball back to, to the Steelers is just beyond me. Oh, it's asinine. When well, every honestly, time they were running the ball, they were get ga- what's his name? It wasn't Cohen. What's that dude's name? Alex Collins. Collins. Yeah. Collins was gashing the Steelers for five, six yards a carry. Yep. Why would you not at least hand it to him twice? Why would you run it three times? You and got the, me. And the third down was like third and four because Collins got six yards on number on down number two. Yep. Just hand it to him again and see if he can get the four yards. It's way better than put in Joey's
1: hands. If nothing else, you are at least costing uh, Pittsburgh a timeout. That's right. Or you are running clock.
0: You're doing something productive, other than just trying to get a first down. But your best option to get I don't know if I don't know if Harbaugh has watched his team at all. His best option for getting that fourth first down is running the football.
1: Yeah, that's what his he's giving team it, does it to Collins, best.
0: because Joe Flacco is garbage. He'll never admit that. He'll never admit that. People who are in denial about that, I can't help. Pittsburgh finds a way to win though.
1: They they get the ball back on their own side of the field. They throw a deep pass to Antonio Brown, and that was the smoothest looking pass and catch. Big Ben goes for over 500 again. What is that, his fourth career 500-yard game? He
0: threw more passes in this game than he has in his history.
1: Yeah. 55, I think. But, but Antonio Brown, 200-whatever, 200 230-something yards. One that TD. Was... Wait, so what? One TD. I don't think, no, I don't think did, he had a TD. Did, didn't get a TD. Didn't even get a touchdown. That's right. But, didn't matter. 39-38. No. to 38. Pittsburgh goes down the field at the end of this game absolutely I almost lost my mind because you got Le'Veon Bell you're already in field goal range like either either go and get a touchdown or run the football like and run the clock out like don't sit there and waste time like trying to come up with these cockamamie like you're, you're leaving time for for Baltimore to do something Like, they left 40 something seconds on that clock. That is so much time. Yeah, but it's Baltimore. Their offense sucks. But Flacco has more come from behind wins at Pittsburgh than any other quarterback in the league. But
0: those teams, and that Flacco is different than this Flacco in this team. I agree, but it's still scary in that situation. I wouldn't have been afraid of that offense coming back on me. That just, he's garbage. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. So, Pittsburgh
1: gets the win. Uh, New England did not get the win, but it still sets up an 11-2 and two and 10-3 and three team. and Doesn't matter. the Winner has home field. Yep, winner has home field. And that's the way it goes. Well, if everything plays hey, out yeah. the way that you think uh, yeah, the rest yeah, of the season. Right.
0: Because they both have a pretty easy stretch after that. Yes.
1: So as long as everything holds, then... Pats have the Bills and the Jets. Yep. I don't even remember who Pittsburgh has. Browns is one of them. Yeah. And I don't know. And they got the Browns at home. It doesn't matter. And somebody else. It, it You'd play really, them in the Sahara. Yeah, it really
0: doesn't matter. really doesn't matter. Um, So, yeah. Le- now, we, we Le- went for everyone. I know so. we went long. Last thing I'm going to ask you about, previewing next week. Are the Steelers going to play the same zone defense that they've played against Tom the last eight times they've played them? I don't... Think so? Every year, I think they're going to be different this time, and the Steelers scare me. Then every year they come out. The reason I don't think so they is play because zone. They they and have Tom puts
1: forty on them. They have they have put they've been playing a lot of man coverage
0: here lately. Did it last year too, and. I,
1: I'm with you. I, I don't. I
0: can't explain it. I don't know the answer to it. I'm I, not on I don't that sideline or in that locker room. I don't but, know
1: if injuries played into it or whatever. But like they, they picked up Joe Hayden. They have. They, they have got. They've
0: got corners that they trust. They have right never. Now. Not. They've never played man to man against Tom, and they've never beaten him in the Ben Roethlisberger era. They're over. And they're underdogs this week at home. 11-2 with Oh, underdogs. no, they absolutely should be. After that loss, that was the best thing that could have happened is the Patriots lose to the Dolphins before a winner-take-all game. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right.
1: All right, we went forever on this. Let's get out of here. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash you can follow us on Twitter at Winning Cures. You can follow myself at GaryWCE.
0: You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I.
1: You can also email the show that's Winning Cures Everything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899 If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time,
0: have a good one, guys.
1: Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes, and make sure you leave a review.